You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. Hello, my name is Richard Mellick. I'm the Director of Threat Reporting over at Zimperium. I wanted to be an aeronautical engineer. And a lot of my friends in, in elementary school and middle school, their parents were scientists and engineers. And I very fondly recollect the meeting of one of my friend's dads who designed the first soda machine to go into space. And I got fascinated with it. I thought, you know what? I'm going to go design my own aircraft when I get older and start my own aircraft company. Then it was a, a realization a little bit further on that uh, right around high school, that's like, oh wait, that requires a lot more math than I really like. And not to say I'm bad at math, it's just who wants to do math every single day of their career. And so I found my um, I found my calling in writing. But ultimately, college was not for me right away. Uh, diagnosed early on with ADD and ADHD, I knew my junior year that if I went to college, I would drop out. So I ended up joining the Marine Corps. And that kind of set me on the path that got me to where I am today. After four years, it was time for me to get out. And I had this dream of being an English teacher. So Marine Corps released me from their grasp and I went to University of Northern Colorado. I go for my first semester and did a tour of a high school. It took two hours for me to realize that was not a good choice. Just focused on writing and communication strategies and graduated college in three and a half years and started picking up little contracts here and there. I applied for this job at a company that was literally four miles from my house. I had no idea what they did, but they were looking for somebody to do evangelism, communications, help with community development and social media development of their product. And so it was my first step into cybersecurity was with Webrew. And it just... Uh, it started to click. I was able to take my knowledge as a network administrator and the security protocols that we'd build out for all the various networks that we built, the computer management, being a customer of multiple security products and a practitioner. I'm having to deal with threats on that side. And how did I apply that to as a communicator, as a writer, into this into this space that I was very unfamiliar with in it? slowly but surely started to fall in place for me. I realized that I had found my space and it was taking highly technical conversations, highly technical situations, and explaining it in different levels for different kinds of audience members. It could be highly technical individuals themselves, or it could be down to you know, the bean counters, the accountants that had no clue what was going on, but just wanted to make sure that their investment was going in the right space. I 
always said that if I can explain it to my dad and he gets excited about it, I've done a good job. So I started getting more involved at WebRoot and started getting more involved with the product line and understanding it, learning to pitch, learning the product inside and out, doing demos, being trained as an SE while being on the marketing side until I caught the attention of then up-and-comer silence. And Brian Gale was the VP of product marketing over there. Uh, he had hired a good friend of mine and my friend had passed on my name to him and he called me up and we had some great interviews, great meetings, and within four weeks I had a job offer. And so now it was going from the small screen to the big screen in my world. All of a sudden it wasn't just online and at a couple of different shows. This was living in a hotel room for 200 nights a year, traveling around the world, being a technical spokesperson for this organization and this product and the technology that Silence was presenting to the world. Science got bought by BlackBerry and becomes a big corporation. And I'm not a big corporation guy. I like building. I like, I like the idea of helping to tell the story, not telling a story that other people have told before. And this has really impacted my leadership opportunities and my team building approach significantly. So I ended up leaving BlackBerry after three and a half years, joined Automox, which was a great opportunity in that space. Was stuck around there for about a year and a half, helped to build out some of the, the rapid response, getting in the press. Ended up leaving there, uh, and I joined here at Zimperium, the mobile security space, to really drive the, the endpoint security product for the mobile device. I've been doing this long enough that if I go to a, a unique problem and try to solve it, I find that I'm solving it the same way that I would have solved it five years ago because I found my pattern. I found what works for me. And I think that kind of gets us into a cycle of just rinse and repeat. Looking at the problems that we need to solve both as a company as an industry. And I'm saying, okay, who can I bring in that's going to bring a unique approach to this? I don't want someone necessarily that's been doing the same thing for 30 years. I want someone that's going to come in with a little bit of a fresh mindset that's transitioning maybe out of one specific career path into this career path, be it product marketing, technical marketing, creative marketing, whatever. It's all a team effort. It's just like the marketing and sales relationship. You see so much celebration over organization sales, but you don't see a lot of celebration over the organization's engineering development or prowess or patents. This is the industry as a whole. This is a reflection on the industry. You see a lot of LinkedIn posts about, oh, I got to go to President's Club and look at all the success I made in sales. And not many companies are inviting the people who literally made the product to be successful. And when we sit there and think about credit and giving credit, we've got a lot of those kind of people in this industry, people who who have worked really hard in their previous careers to solve problems and found their way over into cybersecurity. They deserve so much of the credit. It's not just making up the mathematical equations. It's understanding like, how do we look at it different? Again, kind of like that solving the problem from a marketing perspective. I love telling stories and I'm able to apply my fascination and attraction to machine learning and artificial intelligence and 
the science behind it. It is in a very similar way that Dave DeFore did, in a very similar way that I saw Stuart McClure do with silence. I'm able to apply that kind of approach to it. And then, so the audience is sitting there getting involved, getting invested, getting bought into those numbers, getting bought into those mathematical algorithms and believing it. That's the prowess that we need to see more of. And now, a message from CyberBit. Mastering cybersecurity is like mastering a sport. You build muscle memory through rigorous practice. Then you train as a team to foster cohesion while operating under pressure. Like athletes, cybersecurity professionals thrive on hands-on simulation. But traditional courses, certifications, and open-source labs won't build you a winning team. You need CyberBit. CyberBit offers a hyper-realistic simulation environment for your SOC, IR, and C-suite to refine your skills, all using the market-leading SIMs, EDRs, firewalls, and WAFs they use every day. CyberBit is offering CyberWire listeners a free live-fire exercise. Sign up your team now at cyberbit.com slash cyberwire. <laughs> 